Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Wait, Mahmoud, did they say I'm crazy? I'm not crazy, Mahmoud. No, I'm... no, you're no, not no. crazy. <laughs> no. Sorry, it's easy to hear. No, no, no. It's too Florian. <laughs> no, you're not crazy. <laughs> Hi, boys. <laughs> Your ass butt is not. Because this is. Flying is here. <laughs> Mahmoud is like. Ma- Clockwood is a little high. He's still high. But it's not this. Hello, this is Captain Poodle speaking. Are you ready to find love? Death ahoy, matey. Love. Do-do-do-do. Exciting and new. Go online. Hmm. They're catfishing you. Shocker. Fiance. Soon you'll be flying to parts unknown. 90 day Beyonce. Marrying someone you only met on your phone. Be they French or Chinese, a brand new K1 visa's the key. Ooh, the key to what, poodle? To it's reality let's blow <laughs> my eyes bug out you went blah his eyes do bug out <laughs> yo I think some, someone also every time I see him I'm just like girl there's he, a little sugar cute. in that tank and he's got a big dick I disagree. Yeah, I, I disagree. It's, it's not Johan. We're gonna get to that. This is Toe. This is Toe. Episode, <clears throat> season four, episode five. Lies have got no legs. Oh, believe me, yes, love has eyes. <laughs> oh, yes, believe me. Oh, yes, believe me. And then they're always flat on that third one. Oh, yes, believe me. <laughs> It's interesting that that's the English art song you remember because that's the one we were told never to assign and never sing. Um, I don't remember him assigning a lot in my own choir, but I remember hearing it. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's a terrible if you're if you're a voice teacher out there and you're like, 
Oh, I need an English art song. Love Has Eyes is a terrible choice. I think it's too hard for a it's lot It's a of, very it's hard. It's too hard, yeah. It also doesn't mean anything. You have to really think about what it means, and a, and a child or a, even a teenager can't do that. You could because you had your well. That's true. You could sit by your well and just put your hand in the water. I was, t- I was thinking about my well this morning. <laughs> Uh, when I when I would go and when I would take my books about the start of World War One, how did it happen? How did it happen? How did it happen, book? It wasn't just Archduke Ferdinand. Well, let me tell you, little Jaybird. <laughs> That's the thing, y'all. You can do a little research. We all hear that it was Archduke Ferdinand's assassination that started World War One. No, 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 no. It wasn't. It would, That might have been the official start, but there was a lot more where that came from because I couldn't understand as a as a as a middle schooler that that was the start of a war. I could not understand. Then I did some research, and what I found was a lot scarier. <laughs> we need to start the show because this is not a show about history. Wow. Not a show. <laughs> now everyone's depressed. And if you're really one, good to talk about and, that, while people are worried about a war happening, <laughs> another a larger war happening, similar in area. Okay, everybody, let's talk. <laughs> you know what? Fine. Guess what? I've got better news. Love in Paradise is coming back, y'all, mm-hmm. and it's coming back. Fine, they're doing now what they're doing. This single life, it's coming back to TLC and to Discovery Plus at the what? Uh, what? Same, same time. time. Same, same time. time. Same, same time. time. Same, same. same time. Same time. So coming back at the same time. What date is it coming back, though? I don't remember. April 14th. April 14th. A day before tax day, which actually I think is the 17th this year. Do you know what? Who cares? I don't give a fuck. It's coming back. We're very excited about it. Um, what Did we... We... Well, no, we don't have to put the... Wait, we we are going to put then, last season, we'll put uh, Love yeah. in Paradise, we'll put it on the free feed then. Yes, like we did before. Kind of like what we do. Um, I'm pulling up the announcements. Oh, wait, no, we did it as it airs. That's what we did before. I, I, I can't we don't listen remember. to a single thing you're saying. You know what? Well, you had to go to, to the doctor today to have a physical, and you waited to eat too long, and now you just ate Wendy's, and you're crazy, and you can't focus. All that is fair. Um, well, you're talking, and I'm trying to pull up the announcements. So, yes, season three. Oh, I got them right here. Season three, Love in Paradise, April 14th, starring Lydia Jimeno, Pedro's mother. Wait, that was her. That picture was her? I sent that to you last no, night. You sent it to me, but I didn't realize. I said, Mama Pedro. Who'd she, you think it wait, was? Wait, no, but she had work done, right? Uh, I don't she know. looked totally different in that picture than when we saw her in like season way back it's mama pedro y'all she's gotten fillers yeah definitely she i she didn't look like the same person i feel sorry for whoever the man she's with but um, oh the gays are back what is the true. two tops are back and there's two other couples and one person's a nudist and the other is a non-nudist i believe yeah you can't tell me that looks like the same woman as in season one she's gotten a glow up boy sure. i mean boy i never Boy, how about how about we take how about we not screech about her appearance? How about that? She's a horrible person. I can talk about her appearance. Don't you shame me about evil. (laughs) That's going to be good. You know what? Well done, Matt Sharp. Well done. I think we're just going to be cycling through everyone now. Who else would be? Well, who? Well, there's a lot. 
we've talked about single life people, but now Sharon or uh, 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 from Ariana and Sherlon, Sherlon, Sherlon could be on. Although I don't think he's looking to be in relationships (laughs) anytime soon. No, I don't think so. He's supposed to give you that D. Um, y'all. Uh, another big announcement we've been talking about this was season four of Love is Blind is coming out March twenty fourth, mm-hmm. um, and we will we will do like we've done in the past. We will drop uh, you'll, the show will drop at midnight on the twenty fourth, mm-hmm. um, and then our shows will our shows will drop. At, I'm already dubbed Debbie. Our, our shows, shows will drop at the tw- on the twenty fifth at midnight. That's the previous day for you housewives. Oh, close that. Thank you. What are you doing? Are you cold? I I told you. I said I, I if you were cold, I said I would turn the heat on. But you would rather make me feel like a not a good host. No, I don't want to bother you. If you were comfortable, I want you to feel comfortable. I want to scratch your face no, off. No, it's fine. I don't mind getting a blanket. Anyway, just getting up. If you're watching the intimate portrait, you're seeing me get a blanket right now. <laughs> Riveting. <laughs> and get your get your iPad away from me. Hey, this is the center line. I, it is on this side. I require it, more space because no, it's my couch. No. <laughs> you you wrote this tax off couch off on our business expenses, so it's technically half mine. That is not true. That I'll deny that if the IRS calls. Um so uh Love is Blind in Seattle. Very exciting. Can you stop making a nest while I'm talking? I'm just getting comfortable because okay, my thank feet you. are what's chilly, so I got to get the blanket on my feet. It's gonna be one of those shows. No, I'm all set. I'm gonna want to kill you by the end. Um, so we're very excited about that. We are actually. Um, it's gonna I, be a. I can't wait to find a new group of people to hate initially like and then start to despise. Yes, we will be dropping season two of Love Is Blind on our um, free free feed, feed. in Antissa. Patient. 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 Uh, other, other, other shows that are showing out, if you will, is Darcy and Stacey season four. And y'all, you need to be watching. We just put in another a really funny Darcy and Stacey meme with Darcy getting her ass but shaved. Her ass shaved, yeah. <laughs> By her sister. By her sister. Um, and they both like it and they both shared it. So they have a good sense of we humor. We love them. Um, okay. What else is happening? Go ahead. What? Don't you want to talk about your fucking brother's husband show? I wasn't going to. But if I must. It was on the announcement. I was... Can I, I, I was trying coyly, to help you. Can I not coyly tease anything? <laughs> you, God. You don't coyly tease anything. I've seen you literally shove your ass in some guy's face. Is that being coy? It's being assertive is what it is. You just turned that light on. Look at that. You're magic. <laughs> you touch things and they just light up. <laughs> That's what will happen to your husband. If Poodle touches him, <laughs> he'll light up. He'll get a glow about him. And it won't wear off it for like wear at off. least a month or so. He'll lay so, in bed at night and just smile. So, uh, I'm. if you haven't, we, we talked about it on previous sh- previous episodes of other shows, but this is the first night a uh, an unveiling of the announcement. Yeah. Uh, in, a, in the cringe tier, in addition to Extreme Sisters, um, we will be starting Seeking Brother Husband. Let's, I think actually we'll 
probably take the place of because I think Extreme Sisters will no, end. It doesn't like it doesn't take the place of it. Well, not the place, but it kind of will fill in. It will. It's going to go away, and then it it'll. will. So we won't be doing the Jillian show. But it's going to be airing after ninety day. Yeah. In that Milf Manor mm-hmm. garbage slot. Don't knock my show. Oh, boy. People really like the Milf Manor Minute this week. Sickos. I've gotten twos and threes <laughs> of messages. Sickos. They loved it. So, um, Seeking Brother Husband, the companion show of Seeking Sister Wife. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can, the genders are reversed now. So the women are having more than one husband. Sisters are doing it for themselves. Which is a lifestyle I think I could do. I th- actually be too jealous. I could. <laughs> that right there. I think I'd be too jealous. Yeah, you would. I would need to be the one who had two. And then I'd be able to fool around also outside of that. But what if the two started doing things without you? Nope, never. Which That'd is be not contra- the contract that they enter. They'd be have shock collars that wouldn't allow them to do that. <laughs> Wow. Yep. That's how that works. Um, wow, that was that was gayer and more disturbing than your magazine with car- with a picture of radishes on it. <laughs> that's just that's Cooks Illustrated. Don't you dare <laughs> shit on Cooks Illustrated. Oh, a new Ina Garden's coming back. I'm excited about that. Speaking of gay news, that's true. Um, anyway, she's having um, what's her name that for uh, that ballerina, the famous ballerina, Misty. Yes, Chap- Chap- Chapman. Copeland. Copeland, thank you. Misty Copeland's going to be on. Oh, I'm excited. Just in time for March. (laughs) Happy March, everyone. Happy March. March. What does that even mean? We want to remind you that next time this week, it's going to be daylight saving, so we're going to jump ahead. Arizona, we're catching up to you. Is it this soon? Yeah, it's on the 12th. I feel like the show is just us talking about just stupid events. Yeah, and sorry, people, somebody again just said, would you mind giving a time code of when you talk about, y'all, that's not who we are. I don't have the time to go look for the time code, Here, sorry. All right, let's, let's but just, I, but let's I jump sympathize in. with you and I actually agree with you, but I'm not doing it. Let's just jump in. Let's, um, y'all bad. The title, the title of this episode, Lies Have Got No Legs. Nope. We're going to start. Oh, oh! By the way, um, I promise two things. What? One thing I'm gonna on the break after this episode. Uh-huh. I'm gonna talk about. I've got a lot of. Um, oh God! Of You're asks making up things now for uh, me to talk about the <sighs> Murdoch case because in South Carolina and my thoughts about South Carolina. It's, and I'm not gonna go through any of the gory details. So you, if you have a, if you don't like true crime or you don't want to hear about that. It won't be that. It just did he kill of, people. Yeah. Oh, this is only <laughs> like if you turn on the television, <laughs> it is everywhere. You have to actively ignore it. Why? Just, How can you see this? Why don't cable this strange looking, this strange looking redheaded man who looks kind of like an overgrown dwarf, Bob, or Santa's elf, and he is on the. Oh, come on. You have to know what this is. I saw Kate you Casey. You are winding Casey. me up. No, I saw Kate Casey saying, oh, I'm watching this trial. It's real good. It's in South Carolina, though? It was committed there. <laughs> I didn't know. 
if you're not on, if you're not on intimate portrait, I just <laughs> bashed him with my pad. You're, well, you're, then I'm looking forward to this. You need to be in the world more. <laughs> I mean, honestly. Well. So I'm going to talk about that. On part two, I'm going to give um, – I'm going to do a, like a five minutes on the Traders reunion. Great. Which was on Peacock. By the way, um, Debbie's Peacock purse was a Kate Spade. Yes. And, and you know what? A it lo- set lot of, the internet ablaze. Ablaze. And a lot of you actually liked it. I liked it. I loved it. Well, at least we know how we feel about the Kate Spade purse. Yeah. Nicole and Mahmoud. Um, oh, boy. Well, things are going great. Things are, it's a day after, and now they're happy again. Because I think, I don't know if, um, <clears throat> what's that movie with Drew Barrymore where she fucks Adam Sandler every day and doesn't remember that she fucked him? Never Been Kissed? Is that it? No. No. 51st Date. Yes. Charming movie. Never saw it. Just saw it on a plane. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I did saw it. But it is like Mahmoud wakes up in the morning. He's like, it's a new day. Everything's forgotten. Nicole will be different. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he Mom bas- knows this isn't going to go down well. I think the whole family's deluded. When, when the mom said, you light up Cairo. I was like, this girl? With what? Well, I... One thing I was people have been people have been speculating about her hair, and it's real because she it was wet. So people were saying, "Oh, I thought it was real." No, people were people thought it was a wig. That's what I'm saying. No, it had just been cut for television. You could yeah. tell, and she probably gets it cut regularly because she's obsessive about her appearance. Oh, Nicole. Yeah. So he he says we're fighting. Got good skin. But this morning she kissed me, and when we woke up. And then it's all bright again. So she's showering. She's squeegeeing the drain because, again, this is someone who, like my Aunt Jane, always pictures the absolute worst that could happen. <sighs> Wait, your mom isn't like that? It's your Aunt Jane? My Aunt Jane is worse. Really? Oh, yeah. If you're five minutes late, she thinks you're dead. <laughs> I think Aunt Jane needs to come out to Los Angeles. <laughs> no, she's too afraid to fly. She's too afraid to fly? Too afraid to do anything. So, what um, would your mother do if Aunt Jane came out here without her? Would she do that? (laughs) She actually, through sheer indignation, may propel herself across (laughs) three thousand miles. She'd fly through her anger. She would do like come on, Jay Bird. What like the Merlin does in Sword in the Stone? Yes, and he shoots (laughs) out the top of the roof. Through sheer indignation, that's a dated reference. My mother would just, or she'd teleport herself here. She would. You need to call your mother. You have you talked to? You said like three days ago. I, need I was to call going her. to, and I for, it's been I've been too long. I've been very busy. I know it's been. too she's long. She's going to call you today, and since I can tell you, I'm telling you now, she's going to call you today and say, probably during I just the hadn't show. Hadn't heard from you. Probably busy Dur- during the show, yep. and I won't be able to answer it. Worried about you all that rain. Didn't know if you <laughs> flooded away. I texted her. Boy, you saved yourself with that. So she's like, and y'all, you can tell this is someone who I sympathize. I need a lot of alone cat time. 
Yeah. Where I need to groom myself and shit mm-hmm. in a box. Yeah. Um, she doesn't have this. They're just waiting for her to come out of the bathroom. She's like, I need to get out soon because I think someone else needs to be in There's here. There's only one bathroom. And and he checks on her. He's like, Love, are you okay? And she's like, I'm th- fine. I'm fine. And you can tell underneath it, she's going, Leave me alone. <laughs> but she doesn't want to do that. I. It is. It is. There is a part of me that wants to have a lot of empathy for her. Because I just see her, like her eyes just spinning around, and but in the same breath, I'm like, she chose all of this I, again and again and again. Not only did she choose it, I don't have sympathy for her because not only did she choose it, but she already lived here once. <clears throat> yeah, she knew what she was getting into. No, I agree, and it's just I think it's hard to see someone who has who doesn't need a lot of stimulation experience it for me. It's well, really I think it is hard. hard. She's in pain. She is. You yeah. can tell that she's in probably definitely mental, which is causing emotional, and also it's also like yeah. psychosomatic. You can tell she's physically and y'all. She's already crying in the bathroom, and she's already. It's uh, day one, and she said, "I'm already homesick." Yeah, that's 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 a, not, not a good. Not uh, even like eight year olds from camp. Or homesick on day one. First time I went to camp, I wasn't homesick for at least two days. <laughs> I was never homesick. The first year I was a little homesick, and then after that I was fine. I was an independent child. <sighs> anyway, uh, and... God, Jay Bird, I wish she would have called me and let me know that she just maybe missed me. <laughs> <laughs> I think my mother did say that. <laughs> so, y'all... Um, Basically, he she she's like, we don't know how to come to any conclusions, so it's like endless yep. battles. Um, she said everything is so emotionally charged. Yeah, and she said, so how do we? How do we? She kind of says like, how do we compromise? And then they have this moment where she comes out of the and she's in the bedroom and Makamu's like, what happened? And she and he, she said nothing. And he's like, you looked like you were crying. And he already, it's so funny how binary the relationship is because he immediately is like, are you leaving again? Yeah. Like that's what he's just worried to crying, leaving. And and she's, and then she, she explains what she's like. He's trying to be supportive. Not really. No, (laughs) not really. And then they keep just this whole episode just keeps telling each other. I love you. I love you. I love you. All the time. This relationship this may be the worst communication I've seen since Devin and Jihoon when they actually couldn't use the translator. <laughs> I still think Devin and Jihoon was a little bit better. <laughs> Who was worse? Who was a worse communicator? Maybe Memphis and Hamza. That was really that bad. That was really bad. That, that was, was really, really bad. bad. <laughs> that was really bad. God, she's an idiot. And these, but these two. She can't communicate what she needs to him, and he is so afraid of her leaving again, and he needs to kind of, he needs, basically what he's trying to do is make her into a wife that fits in his, in his style of life and his culture. Yes, and yes, I I think the difference between Memphis and Hamza, there was a communication barrier for this. It's actually they both choose to not listen to one another. 
Yeah. It's deeper than just the communication. So they don't believe one another. No. He um uh he is he's basically saying he's not understanding why she's sad. And she even saying, Don't feel like I don't want you to feel like you're the blame. So she's feeling well, sorry he, he, and yeah. he doesn't know how to help her. Well, he's trying at first I thought, is he trying to solve the problem? And I went, Oh wait, no, he's not trying to solve it. He's telling her just suppress your crying and your yes. unhappiness and don't show it at all because it makes me uncomfortable. Yes. <laughs> and he wants, he okay. he wants, he's basically saying like, this is not going to cut it here. Can't do this in, here. In the nicest possible way. And he's thinking, she'll get all this out and she'll be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Again, isn't he like 26 years old? Yeah. Or 30. He's, but again, he seems really young. He's old enough to know better, but way. I'm not singing it. But still very. <laughs> and, but very emotionally too young to care. Um, so she's getting dressed. She looks great. I love her style. I don't care what people she, say. She, I love it. She always looks great. Yes, sometimes it looks like she's going to Paris, but she still looks great. There was a time and a place for that outfit, and that flight wasn't it. I have to say, if anyone could walk around in a beret, it's you. It's been a choice I've thought about. Um, I don't even think that a jaunty I'm, beret. I'm pretentious enough to wear a beret yet. Yet. So she's getting dressed. They're going to go out. And Once you move to Palm Springs, all, all bets, are, bets off. are off. Yeah, who knows. I might start wearing those those pence nez, like little tiny glasses, glasses yeah, there, and just just taking them off here. Yep, all bets are off. He'll be like a regular Benjamin Fucklin. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to a cafe, um, and uh, she's like, "I'm just gonna be trying to be present and enjoy myself." Now he basically says, "There are a lot of these cafes around me that are just." Men only. And mm -hmm. you're going to sometimes get looks. And she's like, that's fine. We'll just ask if it's okay. And so she's like, it's okay if I'm here? Is it okay? And I, my Middle Eastern friend, I asked him about this, about especially in Cairo. And he's like, Cairo? In, in other parts of Egypt, you might have a hard time. But with Cairo, maybe 10 years ago, you would, or 10, 20 years ago, it's like nowadays it, people are going to see that she's an American and understand it. It but, does seem like, and you can, but it does seem like, because we had, uh, even in the Facebook group, and some uh, sissies that either had lived in Egypt or were or familiar with the culture also said that Cairo is way more. Because um, all the entertainment and the movies are Yeah, made. Cairo is way more just accepting of Americans in, and women yeah. not wearing not wear, not right. hijab. What's it called? It's a different pronunciation. Hijab, hijab, but it, they say hijab. Hijab, thank yeah. you. But. Uh, I think what 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 my friend said was that what he did say, and we're gonna talk about this later when she, when she asked to meet his friends, and he's like, "That's weird. No one does that." He said that is correct because men stick with men, and the women do stick with men. And yeah, he he's like, "It's it's not it's normal for someone not to know." And we've seen that wife. before. We've seen yeah. that with. Um, uh, I mean, we've seen that with. Even couples from America, like, 
people all and shy to the men and the women didn't mix together. Right, when they would but go I, to, I'm just saying I'm not, it's it seems but. strange to us as Americans not to know who any of your husband's friends are. I guess it didn't to me because I've watched this show. It probably yeah. would that would if I had not watched this show. That's true. I, but I'm trying to think, who, who are the other foreign people who they didn't hang out with the friends? Um, who was it? There was somebody. I think just from watching all these shit shows. Yeah. Wait a minute. Has Matt Sharp taught me something about international culture? But no, I, I, I know this may be the first time we're seeing on this show. So but again, I think you're she's coming... never Googled. She's never binged anything. But I, what she's what she's trying to do, I feel like, is find friends, and that's why this yeah. feels expository for the show. Um, it doesn't feel, really. It feels expository for them. It feels like it feels show focused to me. Asking if he, she can meet his friends. Oh, so you think she like in Fraudacity? No, no, no. I not that not that strong. So, but are you saying that you think she does know better and it's just doing that for the show? I think she's her. I think she's trying to create storylines and trying to create juicy storylines mm. that Americans would talk about. I need more information on her because right now when I watch this, I just believe she is that fucking naive. I disagree. I think she she does know these things, but she doesn't like them, and she refuses. That's why she's calling them out. Mm. So she plays naive. And maybe thinks that she's doing it because of the show. It will she's happen. been there. She knows this. But she came back there, and she's crying. I don't but know. But that's what I'm saying. This this whole naive thing. I'm not saying you can people, be wrong. I just need more information. I need more time with People her. are saying that oh, she didn't Google blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, she's been there before. She knows. It's just she chooses to call out things that, that she thinks are slightly strange for her. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. It's fake naivete. It is a passive aggressiveness yep. for sure. But that's what I'm saying. I think, she, both. I think she knows it. I also think, and this is a theory, I think... This is a deep, dark theory, oh, and I'm no. not the first person who thought this. Oh, no. Um, I talked about it with another friend of mine who watches, and <sighs> and I said, I don't even want to say this, but I think she got- but you are. I think they divorced. She got the call to be on the show. They went back to replicate a lot of the relationship. Hmm. That's why it feels expository to me. Um, right. That's just my ten. That's ten foil hattie, hattie making an appearance. Everybody. Ten foil hattie to the stage, to the main stage. She'll be uh, performing at Mickey's on Wednesday night mm -hmm. at Ball Beer Bust. Literally, she just pours beer on your balls. Talking about how the moon landing was fake. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> ten foil hattie, <laughs> and the birds aren't real. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so. They are, they're eating at the cafe and, uh, and she does say, uh, uh, she's like, he basically says, well, the reason why, uh, we don't hang out with friends, he's like, we'd say things like curse words and, and fuck you. And she's like, you talk that way. It just, it feels like it feels a little put on from her. Especially, this was the first episode I went, this feels put on. Hmm. Um, anyway. So she says, can I meet your friends? I want to meet your friends. And he basically says, we don't do that. 
he's he's not saying like that's why I clarified when I when I texted my friend I, I he I said he says you can't meet my friends like and she's like but I want us to 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 know each other's lies he's like it's just he's like it's not exactly that it's just that you would your wife would never meet your male friends it's so separate I kind of like it. What? You can be in a relationship. You never have to have a meet your friends. You can just do whatever. You can have all a different life. Okay. Well, um, what if what if what if your partner at the time says you can never meet my friends? No, I have to meet their friends. I'm just oh, talking about me. I see. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just talking about me. Got it. Yeah. Um, Very I, different. No, I agree with you. I don't want to. I don't want to meet anyone's friends myself. But he, he, what he does say, and this is true, is married life is private life. It is away from other people. Mm-hmm. And so that is his idea of what marriage is. And she's hearing that and going, no. And anyway, y'all. She does think that, oh, we're just going to all go to brunch. She does. And then he says, okay, you're going to meet my friends then. It's kind of unheard of, but let's, let's do it. Let's do it and never ask me this again. <laughs> I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that very much. <laughs> so, anyway, y'all, it's the best friends dinner. <laughs> it is. Lots of awkward silences at this She's dinner. She's so excited. She's put on her best clothes to get he's there. He's really nervous. She says he's been nervous all day. And in the cab right there, she's rubbing his shoulders and saying, calm down, well, calm down. And it's she's because, like, I'm not nervous at all. It's because you're mixing, for him, this is not her world. Well, it's funny because he's nervous because he knows what to expect. She's so not nervous because she has complete naivete about the whole situation. And then as they get there, it completely switches because she goes, Holy fuck, what am we I have, into? We have nothing to talk about. And they are so uncomfortable with her being there. So it makes perfect sense that, you know, probably at, um, even, in, even in weddings, my friend said, even in weddings, when they'll have, when, the, when there'll be weddings, um, uh, Muslim weddings, you will, the men will be on one side and the women will be on another. Is it like... Um is it like one side? I know they do like in Orthodox weddings. Sometimes they'll set up like a screen. Sometimes they do that. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's the case, but I I know that that happens. But um, so uh, anyway, I I would. Why haven't I gone to a Jewish Orthodox wedding where I just have to be on the screen with all the men? We should crash that wedding. I don't think they're going to be as interested in you. Oh well, so. We meet the friends, Magdi, Mustafa, Ahmad, Ahmed, and Amir, and she's just quizzing. What was Mahmoud like? By the way, do all of his friends look 10 years older than him? They do. That, I, I thought that was weird. But they grew up in the same na- – he said they grew up in the same neighborhood. He looks like a baby. He, yeah. He literally looks like – He is – He looks like Pony Boy. He's Baby John from, from, uh, from West Side Story, and <laughs> all of them are like Riff – yeah, you and said, wait, then I said, isn't Pony Boy? That's Outsiders, right? That's the Outsiders. He's yeah. more of a Johnny. Johnny's the one who looks really young. Gideon. Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. That is a reference that only <laughs> queens will know. <laughs> I Y'all, still think it's, it's weird that you did that in high school. Well, we did. Because it. We cut the dance. That's the only reason. Well, we to did do a little show. Ver- we did a little version of it. But, but we didn't have But the show is logs. such a dance show. 
Well, we're not dancers. <laughs> but we had a lot of guys and a lot of girls that year but in But I'm choir. saying, that's like saying, let's do crazy for you. It's got a great book. <laughs> <laughs> Happens. <laughs> let's do chorus line, but only do the monologues. Perfect. <laughs> Ooh. No dancing. Lone Grove High School presents at the Cafetorium Friday night. <laughs> it's a chorus line. It, it's, such a, it's such a strange show to do. That show's too but, too sinful. We can't talk about that. Well, anyway. I'm sure there's. But no, I'm saying that show was known for its dancing. Like when you watch when you watch the movie and you're like, oh, this is great. You're like, but we're gonna do these. We're gonna do these six dances that happen. I know. Sorry. It's, I would love to see it live one day, but I don't choice. think they're gonna. I don't think that's gonna get mounted anytime. It's not soon. going to. Yeah. Some of the gender politics yeah. are great. I don't think sobbing women's gonna work now. Nope, it's not. No. So no. y'all, she's or basically, bless your beautiful high, <laughs> wherever you may be. You can still do. I'd swap my gun and I'd swap my mule for a woman. But that's period. No, no. So I yeah, mean, I, I don't get bothered by that, but other people would. Yeah, I'd push back on that. I I push back to say I agree with you. That's period. Yeah, I um, agree too. So he she's quizzing them, and they're saying, "Well, well, well." You said that like she's actually able to converse with them. Well, he's going. He's so she's kind of asking questions. He's interpreting, but he's also filtering the questions in the way that he wants the questions oh, to yeah. be asked as well. Uh, but he's basically saying something like, do you want to marry? He's like, they, do they think it's crazy that you married someone th after 30 days of knowing? And he's like, don't say how many days. <laughs> on the A's days. And so, um, and then he asked them, and that's where we get this line. I it was a little confusing. But we felt like they're saying they were saying Americans are crazy. Yeah, or people who marry someone, people who marry Americans, or Americans are crazy. She's like, they don't. They, and the word was, I think, fool. And she's like, they don't think we're crazy, right? We're not crazy. And she goes, I'm not crazy. And looks, them I'm not crazy. <laughs> you can tell that she's been called that before. I know. And that word triggers That's, the fuck out of I'm her. I'm telling you, like, God, there's something about her that. She's so fucking wounded. Um, and that's where, too, like, I mean, I'm not totally discounting. I think you you could have something there, them recreating moments. Maybe they got divorced. And at the same time, though, she's perfect for reality TV. Because she is. She's so unaware of being on television. And so that's why it does feel very in the moment to me. And it feels very voyeuristic to watch her. Yes. And yeah. like when they, she, when she starts to become uncomfortable, she kind of does that thing where she just looks down at the ground. No. Again yeah. And just kind of like, what do you think? What song do you think she's singing in her head? <laughs> Is it just, Mom and I no, it's, it's, um, it's mama's tune. <laughs> What was Mama's tune? Mama's tune with the old woman. I don't even out, remember that. Uh, hey, it's Bay. Bay. Well, no, it's she's it, she almost looks catatonic when she does it. It's, yeah, and I think that it's complete dissociation. 
It's disturbing. It's disturbing. And, and she's like, it's also riveting television. And at one point she just goes, you know, Mahmoud was right. This is really awkward. I need to find a way to make friends for myself. Otherwise, I need to leave. She said, yeah, I need to listen to my husband now when he tells me something. <sighs> and when she said that, I went, so there's probably a history then that you haven't. This, this, no, no, not that. It's that he says it all the time. And she's agreeing at that. But there's something about this storyline that, She's going to get tons and tons of hate, but she's also going to stir up people going, I can't look away from her. I don't dislike her because I actually think she's going into very skewed, but she not. there's no malintent with her. I don't think with him. I, I don't even – the thing about it is I'm – I just feel like I'm being dragged into this story. Oh, it's so and good. And it's going to it's going to end horribly. Oh, just um, horribly and it's going to be so And the other good. thing is you we have to watch her. We are forced to watch her. Everything who she is hates being here. Oh, and yeah. we and we're watching her. She's saying I know this one one of these relationships one day is going to work out and I decided it's going to be this one. Because I can't have another failed relationship. And and she's going to force herself. That's what I'm going to say. I think by the end of this season, either two, two things are going to happen. She's going to be wearing a hijab, um, covering up everything, and like kind of speaking when spoken to. Or she's going to go back home. And they're going to fight constantly. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, I think that one. It is time for a break. I don't we think will the be first right one back. Will Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Poodle, I gotta tell you, I think I just made one of the best investments for myself. Oh, thank God. You got rid of those braces and decided to sew your mouth completely shut. Perfect. No. The doctor just added four more months. Oh, I think he's trolling me at this point. No. See, now that I'm putting myself out there. No one wants to hear about your dating life. But you talk about yours all the time. Because mine is interesting. Well, I wanted to let you know that I took a page from your book and it worked. Ooh, you slept with her ex to make them jealous? No. <gasps> you pulled their credit report? What? Made a copy of their keys while they were sleeping? How are you not in jail? Deny, deny, deny. No, Poodle. I decided to get myself a pair of Me Undies great new underwear, which makes my um, important parts look more junk forward. Junk forward? Wait, are you talking about the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies? Yes, the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. I love the contoured pouch and ball caddy from Me Undies. There's no other way to date in this world. If you're not dating junk forward, you're doing it wrong. 
I think you're right. And you never told me that they're so comfortable. Well, usually I'm not wearing them that long. But yes, they are so soft. And the more you wash them, the softer they get. And they still keep you tucked and lifted in all the right places. When I wear them, I can barely keep men away from me. Oh, the way they stare. They look like burly, hungry cavemen searching for a nice meal after a long caveman day of nomadically crossing the tundra. To them, I'm like a piece of meat roasting over an open, smoky flame. Speaking of smoking, not only does my junk look great in me undies, but my butt looks hot. Okay, no one wants to hear your over-sexualized descriptions. Have some class. <sighs> Sissies. We've fallen in love with MeUndies, and you can too. They have a style for everyone. From all black classics to fun, expressive prints, MeUndies has a look for everyone. Plus, they come in sizes extra small to 4XL, guaranteeing a flattering cut for everybody. And MeUndies isn't just about underwear. Explore the lounge collection featuring joggers, hoodies, onesies, and more. With unmatched comfort, MeUndies' signature fabric is as soft as a warm hug from your favorite sweater. It's breathable, stretchy, and oh-so-comfy, making it ideal for all-day wear. And they use sustainably sourced materials and work with partners that care for their workers. And you know Mother Poodle loves a return policy. Not happy with the first pair of MeUndies? It's on MeUndies! Cool. Sissies, Good things come in big packages at MeUndies. Get 20% off your first order plus free shipping at MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze. That's MeUndies.com slash RealityGaze for 20% off plus free shipping. MeUndies. Comfort from the outside in. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Oh my God, Poodle. I can't stop singing that song either. It's so catchy. So catchy. Sissies, we are obsessed with the Songfinch original song that we premiered at the Toronto Live Show. Songfinch lets you create an original radio quality song inspired by your own life and the people you love. It's completely unique, personal, and lasts forever. For example, we wanted to create a song dedicated to our Canadian listeners, some of which have waited four to five years to see us live. After the show, we had so many people tell us how special the song made them feel, and we are still getting DMs and comments about it. And the song Finch songwriter was so clever, incorporating all our sissy references like Aunt Peggy's Lip, Elizabeth Smart, and even Keep Going Queens. Yes. Song Finch walks you through a simple process to create your original song. Just tell them who the song is for, what style of song you want, and then share some personal details about your relationship. Then an actual Song Finch musician of your choice will write, record, and produce your original song in just four to seven days. You can also choose unique add-ons to make the gift even more personalized, like a vinyl record of your song or a piece of one-of-a-kind art made from your lyrics. You can even add your song to Spotify. With more than 350,000 happy customers, Songfinch is proud to be called the number one custom music company in the world. Whether your song is for Mother's Day, Father's Day, an upcoming graduation or a wedding, or just to show a loved one how much you care, start your song now to lock in a top Songfinch artist. And for a limited time, Songfinch is letting our listeners upload their song to Spotify for free so you and the lucky person you gifted to can listen to it anywhere, anytime. Go to songfinch.com slash realitygaze and start your song. After you purchase, you'll be prompted to add Spotify streaming for your original song for free, a $50 value. Again, our URL is songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Don't forget to share your song with us, too. songfinch.com slash realitygaze. Now, Gary, play us out with a little bit of our Songfinch original song to all our queens. Have 
of hope and find your happy hey hey our canadian listeners we know you get tired of waiting reality gaze is coming to you so no more complaining to all our queens to caitlin and the canadian sissies love yourself Never be ashamed. To all our queens, to Caitlin and the Canadian sissies. Love yourself, never be ashamed. Have hope and find your happy. Have hope, have hope. Keep going, queens. It's time for the Murdaw Minute. <laughs> I hadn't even sat down yet. The Murdaw Murder Minute. Um... Here's the thing, y'all. I'm not going to go in. If you don't know this, if if you literally have been living under a rock. Some like people don't like one, to watch, listen to murder stuff. It's not it's that. It's scary to them. It's not that. Every single news outlet has been covering it. Well. That's I, that's why I'm I'm amazed you've. I didn't see it on Screen Rant. <laughs> or Starcasm. Yeah. <laughs> Dumois hasn't been did see it on Comic Talk. Um, Basically, you guys, if you don't know, this is um, the trial of Alex Murdoch, who is is accused of murdering his wife and son. Um, This family, as you know, if you don't seen any of the net, it also has a Netflix series and uh, I believe an Amazon Prime series or an HBO Max series. Mm. So it's all over the true crime world. It was a podcast about two years ago. Um, This is in I'm from the upstate. If you've heard me talk about this, this is in the low country. This is not exactly Charleston. This is in a part of South Carolina that is almost dynastic. In other words, there's about four families that run everything. The Murdoch family is like a minor family, one of those. Okay. The families who run everything, like the Ravenels, that's their names are on everything. They can trace their, they can trace, a lot of times they can trace their lineage back to the the motherland the the England or um or or in the case of Ravenels to French Huguenots, um at least five hundred six hundred years. Easily, because they have the family Bibles. Mm-hmm. They own everything. Um, in the area where the Murdos are, there's even less of... That's a good, that's a good Rodney word. Murder, murder! Murder! <laughs> yes. Um, but <clears throat> this family basically is responsible for cover-ups. One of the son basically is, was accused of hit and running, hit, hitting, and hitting a gay guy and running or beating him. And then the other son um, uh, was uh, basically was out of place where a girl was drowned and they fled the scene. It's a it's so they're good people. Allegedly. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. Uh, no, what this is, though, is this is this is dynastic families run amok. Mm-hmm. And this area where they are is there's nothing there. It is the low country. It's just swamp. And what I want to say is if you think this is bad, I would tell you the area and how families live there, it's worse. It's worse than what you think. 
There, I guarantee there are families who are bigger than they are, certain families, uh, like the Pinckneys and other families in that area, maybe a little bit northern, who you can't do anything against them or you suddenly wind up in jail. Mm. Or so it's like a sun, it's not like a sundown town, it's like a sundown part of the state. Sounds great. So I'm that people were people were asking me about how I felt about this mm-hmm. and and when I when I was seeing it I'm like none of this makes me bad an eye because of the stuff that I heard growing up about certain families. So a lot of that dynastic bullshit's been coming up in the trial. Yep. Yep. Do you think he did it? Of course. He killed his own son and wife? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. No, the family is just rotten too. A lot of a lot of those families, it's centuries of of decadence and centuries of uh, of kind of being of of getting away with things. Yeah, so. and never having to face accountability. So accountability, when it's served to you, is not uh, a kind visitor, and you don't know how you don't know how to deal with it. Mm. So. Anyway, that's that is my two cents. Uh, I just want to say that's not where I come from, <laughs> part of the state. Even mountain people, but y'all. I but I know um, you can actually talk to not my mother's family, but people who she grew up with, mm-hmm. who were my is your mother- mom from the Low Country. Uh, technically, she's from originally from Orangeburg. Wait, are you saying that she? Is a lass from the low country. <laughs> no. Okay. We, we need we need we need to cut the UIL. And no uh, one knows she loves him but herself. And they can never no, they can't hit the low note here. They, <laughs> they never can. They can never hit that low never. note. Never. Um and you don't say the low country, it's the low country. That's what I said. Unfortunately, the the song isn't set well. Uh, we can't get into that. You already had your minute. Anyway, that's the murder on murder minute. Well, I hope it all works murder, out. Murder, murder, murder. I wish them the best. I do wish them. I don't wish them the best. I hope he rots. Yeah. We'll just have to leave this here. <laughs> <laughs> what can we do? It's time for Debbie Oshama. All right. <clears throat> A sissy said this, I think, in our Patreon, and I can't. They're like, does anyone think that the, that she's just Mrs. Peacock from Clue? And I went, yes, she's that. that is so what she reminds she's also, me of. Also, she. I keep seeing Tabitha from Passions with the hairstyle. I see that too, but like her manner and the way she talks and the kind of it's so. What is that actor's name? Eileen. Eileen Brennan. 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 Mm-hmm. Um, she was in Private Benjamin. Um. Never saw it. It's a fantastic film. Maybe is it on a plane. <laughs> I can see it on my plane movies. That'd be great. Anyway, thank you, sis. Packing's been a nightmare. Now it makes me. Now it makes me chuckle. Okay, I'm gonna say this. This is a couple I'm rooting for. After meeting <laughs> both of them, I am rooting for them. I actually seriously a, yes a part of me thinks 
that these two kooky kids might be able to work it. These people are so, both so weird. This might work out for some time. And I think it's just downright inspiring that Debbie is like, fuck it. I've done everything for my kids. I'm fucking leaving and doing what I want to do. I'm inspired by it. Okay. As the realist I'm gonna in the room. I'm going to eat all these words because it's Matt Sharp. As, I know this. As the realist in the room, reality is going to kick them in the ass when he doesn't want to get married. Yes, because it's crazy to me that he's the one that wants more time and isn't it wants to make sure it's the right fit because we do find out later on that Debbie gets a little emotional. Yeah. I don't think we've seen that yet. No, Debbie is painting a very good picture I, of herself. The thing is, you are you are so easy because every time this happens with a kooky character, you're like, I'm into it. And I'm always like, I'm skeptical. Well, no, I think it's beautiful. She loves love. She's, she's taking a trip. Screw her son or daughter. They don't need her. <laughs> They're grown. They're grown. I, I, I've, I've seen the show way too long. I know it's going to end in just, just, just terrible, but Yo, I still she's, don't care. She's, anyway, she's leaving today. Then we go to Berber Leonard Cohen. The, um, that, I just want to say to the camera, the editor, the thing of her carrying, packing her carry on and then cut to him riding in a skateboard. In a skateboard. It was chef's kiss. And I'm surprised she didn't go, oh, my back's hurting. And he comes up in a, in a, in a, in a skateboard and like blows a pu- bubblegum bubble or something. Yep. Yep. Well, anyway, y'all, he is 24 from, I don't want to pronounce this, Kihimset, Kihimset, Morocco. Um, he says, if you want to die, go there. Go the, <laughs> so Nice not, town. It doesn't seem like it's a very big place. He loves cats. He feels comfortable with his cats because he's a loner. There's, they show a video of him just staring into the soul <laughs> of a cat's eyes. And that's when I went, I think this could work out. Because of their silence, and they can feel you in the right way, not like people. I hear that. These kooky kids. He is Berber, which is a certain ethnic group uh, in in Morocco. He he says the oldest. Yeah, which is true, I believe. Um, And uh, before, I believe they were more of a wandering group, Mm. um, a nomadic group of people. But now, now I think... These days, they've they kind of settled. He's also Muslim, right? Yes. Yeah. So, um, and he... His he, family has a farm. He likes that. So, yeah. And no job. And he... Three writes, cows, 13 chickens, and one donkey. And one donkey. He writes in English to her. And he writes, All my art is about sadness, melancholy, and misery. And I'm like, That's me when I was 24. <laughs> That is Poodle when he's 24. Oh, God, if you read some of that poetry. Or no. worse, my 16-year-old poetry. No. <laughs> it is oh. cringe. You should read it on the show sometime. That's, I should. I still have it. Some, I read one, and I was like, was I wrote when I was like 17. I'm like, okay, that's actually not bad. 
No, I don't want to hear that one. You want to hear the cringe one? I want to hear the one about Bobby Darren or whoever you were in love with at the time. Bobby Darren was a singer. Well, whatever. No, none of it was that specific. It, would, it, it was, was all, all coded. It was all, yeah. No, it was all like how alone <laughs> How you want to fly and away and all that? No, nothing that specific. It was, it was, it was all kind of like dark, riddled with Tori Amos images. Yeah, it was all. Stop scratching your eye! Wow, your poor mother when she read your poetry. <laughs> Jaybird, so sad. Father Poodle, I don't know what's going on with Jaybird. <laughs> so we see the Did pictures you- that she sent Osama. She does look quite younger. Someone has filtered. Some, uh, the, and Or just has just full-on just 10-year-old pictures. That's she true. Sent him. Um, he also says, there is a madness inside me, and I show it in my poetry and my painting. He does say that. <laughs> he does say that. Oh, fuck. I would have fallen in love, fallen in love with Osama when I was 24. Yeah. Let's be honest. 31. So, before Debbie, I didn't look for girlfriends. I would just sit there and pray to God. But then, she's older, but feelings are between souls and not bodies. I've used that line before. (laughs) So give me your body! (laughs) When you get older, you're going to be Debbie. (laughs) So, y'all, he's written her... You will... Sorry, I'm going to interrupt you because I have to say... You will 100% date a 24-year-old when you're 68. Yeah. You will 100% do that. But I won't think it's forever like she is. That's the difference. No, you won't do that. That's the difference. You'll know you're doing it just to make yourself feel young. Yeah. And for the dick. (laughs) So I'll start painting and it'll just be penises. (laughs) Just Poodle, is that a flat? Oh no, that's a dick again. Um, Got another dick, Carol. Itch. Oh, I, I painting is my friend. That was so sweet. So y'all, he writes her poems, and we heard her. We heard him perform one. I'm, uh, or she may have said this. I'm a free bird stuck in the cage beside your heart. You fed me the love. Fed me the love. And I'm, because we're such good friends with the Matt Production, oh, yes. Sharp, mm-hmm. Matt mm-hmm. Sharp Production Office, we have a couple of other poems. Get the wig. <laughs> Here. Mark time while I get it. We have a couple of our poems that Osama, Osama has written. Um, oh, boy, that you didn't put that wig up very well, did you? Ah! Has written Debbie, and uh, we've got Debbie here with us today. She's going to read these poems. We're going to call these the long lost poems from Morocco. <laughs> I think poems from Morocco was one of my first published novels. All one right. First unpublished novels. Just read what you're here for. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. When I look out at the desert sun... I see your face there and the outline of your marble body. I take shade in it and cry with the hyena. 
That's a good one. That I enjoy that one. one. That was sad. One more. One more. Read us a happy one. I'm sure there's I'm sure there's a happy one in there. My heart leaps up with joy. When I imagine your essence crying like a bird who has just found a nest of its own dead babies. That was happy. Last one. I wasn't really happy. All right, one more. These are really, these move you. I am dry as the air. <laughs> and as dry as perhaps the crevasse between your legs, Debbie. Fill me with your moisture. That's my favorite. <laughs> this has been this has poems been from, from Morocco. Morocco. <laughs> I think we're gonna do this again. Oh, that's gonna. I bet she's got more. <laughs> bet she's got more. I want to see her do paintings. Uh, <laughs> that's a little hard. What? Not for the intimate portrait. Uh, It'd be a special because the person Debbie paint. playing Debbie can't yeah. paint. Well, maybe they could. Why is Timey fucked? Because you got to put batteries in Timey. We need to do better. Is it moving? Oh, it is moving. It's not so. my house. I'm not responsible for batteries. Anyway, y'all, the so, only thing you need to but know. But Osama does say, in the past, we have had fights. She gets emotional. She's blocked me on Facebook. He said, it happens to us always before. And she blocks me, and then a week later, she unblocks me, and then it's fine. He said, so before we get married, I need some time to figure out things more with her. Right. And and figure this out. Cut to Debbie. She's even keeping her townhouse for her kids. She's not even selling her home. But then... They're going to shin me all of my valuables and all of my collectibles. They're going to go through your shit. Shut up, Julian, with your America shirt. You know, I, the only thing, he's a blowhard, but the thing about it, y'all, he's, she's her, his fucking best friend. No, he loves his mother you, and he's scared. He is terrified. He's scared. But he can't communicate he, that. He it finally was, does it say, I'm scared pitiful. what's going to happen. Yeah, it was. Although his, her, her daughter was kind of a bitch. Her daughter's like, see you when I see you. See you when I see you, Mom. Sandy. Sandy. <clears throat> don't say bye to me, Sandy. And so <laughs> she's in the car with them, and she's like, let's just make this a nice mother-son This is going to be a nice mother-son car I'm ride. Determined Debbie. Oh, that's my new nickname. I'm Determined Debbie. I, when she wrote, if this is what it takes to, if this is what it takes to, like, find my way in the world and find love, then I have to be courageous. And that's when I wrote, I love this woman. This is like now, the beginning of a, this is like the female version of Up. Um, but with no house but, on balloons. And and then the balloons all pop. <laughs> they all pop in the ocean. She just dies there. She goes, oh my. But still, I love her. Anyway, y'all, she basically says, um, uh, you'll, You'll, she says, you won't, she, she says to him, you won't fall down and get hurt. It's okay. I'm, uh, you're, you're an adult now. 
and uh, and he even says, "Can I pay you to stay?" No. And it's that moment where you go, he'd he'd been such a shit to her the whole time, and you're like. Oh, this is an act because your anger is just masking your immense hurt that yeah. your mom is leaving you. Yeah. He's, um, he finally does say, I'm scared you're going to get hurt and something's going to oh. happen. Anyway, uh, that's... How would you feel if Mother Poodle said, I'm going to go to Morocco? Have a great life. <laughs> I thing is, I... I trust my mother that she can take care of herself. I trust my mother. Yeah, she can. My mother's not a fool. Um, this guy. De- Debbie is a fool. Yeah. Debbie is a lovesick fool. Yeah. And there's a wonderful thing about that. But in the abstract, if I think about it realistically, this is a disaster. I mean, it's beautiful to me and it's, in, and it's inspiring. Love, but love, that's in the abstract. Because I don't know her. If yeah. it was my own mother. What if it was your own mother? Yeah. I, can, I can't see your mother going this far, but I can see your mother say, I've earned this. This is my love time. And you're like, you're going to Morocco where you don't know what's going on. Well, she wouldn't do that. She my mother would say, far. I can't take Muffin to Morocco. My mother wouldn't even move to California. <laughs> so I don't think I have to worry about She'd that. She'd go to Arkansas. Well, no, she only wants to live in a state that doesn't have income tax. <laughs> That's why she moved back to Texas. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, but that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Dis and Tell, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or is it something that started much earlier? Follow Dis and Tell on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcast. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners or odd shapes, flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. So maybe she moved to Nevada. Arizona. Yeah, she lived there. And then Washington. Who gives a shit? I don't know. Gabe and Isabel. Um, Not a lot here, but we... This is the first kind of frisson of um, not everything may be great with Gabe. Uh, But I, I think it... Hopefully it is them trying to fake us out hopefully well, i think gay probably um he's stressed about starting his business and then mm-hmm. i guess he got like a custom stamp made with his logo on it right and he forgot that so the only thing you need to know is he's that isabel has been quit her job and she's been doing stuff for his business of the the packers inside the underwear 
yes, for the, trans men. I feel who like haven't had yes, yeah. who haven't surgery. Yes. Do you feel like he? Uh, I feel like what would come up of this the frisson, whatever that word you said. Frisson. I don't know what it means. <laughs> I don't care. I mean, I figured I just it out. I love words like that. that that's, it's a it, pretty they're word. They're onomatopoetic words that sound like what they are, like a tinge. I don't know. When you say it, it sounds like a, a circle joke you did in France, <laughs> which is probably pretty close to what it means. But <sighs> ici, le frisson. Oh, no. <sighs> Ce soir, le frisson. <sighs> Tell me when you're done. Um, I think the a plot point could be is Gabe could maybe be getting a little uh, resentful that she's having to do so much yeah. in the business for him because he doesn't speak the language. That's what I'm saying. It's a it's a powerlessness. Some people um, we saw this with Stephen in our class list with Stephen and Olga. Stephen so is good. just Stephen is just like in that baby store and he's getting really edgy. Because he can't do anything, and as a straight man, and he even says, and and Gabe even says, this feels. I feel like an assistant. I feel like it's very emasculating to me. And and Isabel is just doing the best she can. I wrote down. I fucking love Isabel. She's a saint. She's my favorite of this season. I love her. Um, and we do find out he. Uh, Isabel says, when Gabe is stressed, he is very difficult. Very difficult. Um, and Can't relate to that. I know. It's hard I, It's hard for me to deal with you two. <sighs> I know. Um, but this is, this is a, a short little thing, and I don't know if this is a fake out or some, we're going to see something further down the line. I don't know. I'm still really mm. concerned with him wanting to tell her parents he's trans so quickly. I'm very concerned about it. It seems like there's a lot for them. Uh, their, yeah. their story because there's that and then I guess next week they're going to a doctor yeah he's talking about he's already there's had a lot surgery yeah so I'm assuming he's going to talk about having some type of surgery. I no he's already had bottom surgery. But I don't understand then what surgery it's saying. It may be something else that, that, that he's going to to further his transition. Um, so we'll see. It does seem like there's a lot happening so, at once. Because I'm like, where's the plot? Like, but it means there's going to be you know 16, 17 episodes of this, and they've got to fill. Yeah, I don't think we're gonna we're not gonna meet the parents and tell them that he's trans. That's not gonna happen to it. Probably episode ten. That's exactly what I was thinking. We we said that at almost the same, same time. time. Y'all, be sure to check out our extreme <laughs> sisters, or don't. No, Jesus, you should. It's on a reality gaze cluster. We've even got. It's just. It's, I will say the show is miserable. Our 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 recaps are still okay. Yeah, we've got <laughs> and um, and we've got people saying, "I was worried you're going to forget the Milf Manor minute." Thank you, Poodle, for reminding Manny. I put I remind you about the Mo Milf Manor Minute. Maddie's recap of Milf Manor Minute had me howling. Poodle's disdain was hilarious. <laughs> Very accurate reporting, Mar Maddie. That's official. Okay, We've had two there is, people there say is they like no the Milf way Manor it was Minute. Very accurate. It was. It was very you, accurate. You couldn't even say their names right. I got them out. <laughs> it just took me a while to remember the gay one. 
It happens. Y'all, it is like watching a four-year-old <laughs> saying, and then so-and-so at school told me this, and then my four-year-old nephew tells a joke better than you do a MILF Manor Minute. Well, our 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 reality gay sissies would disagree. <laughs> and then... <laughs> I hate that, myself for love when, of that show. When my, when my when my youngest nephew tells me a story over FaceTime, I go somewhere else because it takes him so long to get it out. <laughs> it's like my favorite new. I don't really love a lot of these things. I don't love a lot of the Instagrams and TikToks where people go, "Hey, you! I'm talking to you out there." Hate it. I don't hate really it. like a lot of them. Tabitha Brown does it, and I like her, so I can tolerate it. So, and I love her. Actually, it feels presumptuous to me. It does to me too. <laughs> I'm like, who gave you the right to talk to it's me? It's like they're talking at you. However, I do love that. I've sent you a couple of them. That new kind of influence, and it's that gay man dressed up in 16th century. <gasps> that I agree with because we don't. I said before, we don't have enough people in 17th century Marie Antoinette whiteface. We don't. What is we his? don't. That I enjoy. What is his? Um, hold on. I don't know. It's called. What is it called? It is. Um, uh, he needs to do a collab with us if we're going to promote him on our air. Oh, it doesn't matter. His Instagram is Dandy and Friends. But basically, he said, he said, Dolly, and I don't know who needs to hear this, but you're trash. <laughs> and it's good to be trash. So love yourself. <laughs> And I went, that's me that, after watching Milf Man. But you know what? That's having a sense of humor about it. Yeah, he's funny. Very, very different. But that whole thing, hey, you, I'm like, don't yeah. talk to me. It's fine. Just know they're talking at you, not to you. So take their stuff with a grain of advice, a sand of advice. What's that thing? <laughs> I'm just talking back to them. Don't You've got to take time before the next one because it's just blinking at us. And it looks like it's. We gonna, need to stop it's like because when it when it lights up, it's going to be the time that one of us dies. <laughs> We need to stop because I want to rip your face off. Exactly. It's, it's that, we, that's the, the show should end when I want to rip your face off. <laughs> yeah, you. Yeah, you've got to get fucked before we do the second show, or coffee, or both. I, I didn't get coffee. coffee, or coffee enema. It kind of does two birds, one stone. Whoop! All right, everybody. We call these people lonely hearts because aren't we all just lonely hearts looking for love in all the wrong places? Poodle? Yes. <laughs> oh God. Oh God. I'm, I'm glad this. you were prepared. I love this. <laughs> Yes. And if you are a pregnant bird looking down on the desert sand and you and your soul escapes your body like a crocodile call us.